Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is September 12th. Today is the last day of this week's Come Follow Me block, and next week we are starting arguably the best chapters of the Book of Mormon. Next week's Come Follow Me block is going to be 3rd Nephi chapters 8 through 11. So four chapters, but if I'm going to be honest with you, I probably won't even touch on chapter 8 at all. Bad things happen, earthquakes, rumblings, all sorts of bad things. But I'm not even going to focus there because when we have chapters that are filled with the voice of the Lord speaking to the people and with the actual visitation of Jesus Christ to the Americas, I'm going to pour my focus there. That's just how I roll. I want to hear the words of the Savior. So that will be our focus next week, and I cannot wait. Honestly, these chapters are just incredible. But for now, let's jump into a few more verses in this week's Come Follow Me block. I'm still in 3 Nephi chapter 5, and again, if you'll remember, this is Mormon speaking, and he's just kind of interjecting some of his thoughts here into the middle of this situation with the converted Nephites and Lamanites and the Gadianton robbers. In verse 20, he says, I am Mormon, a pure descendant of Lehi. I have reason to bless my God and my Savior Jesus Christ, that he brought our fathers out of the land of Jerusalem, and that he hath given me and my people so much knowledge unto the salvation of our souls. I love those words of Mormon. He says who he is, and he says, I have reason to bless my God and my Savior Jesus Christ. And then he gives two reasons why, that his descendants were spared and that they were brought to the promised land, and that he and his people have received so much knowledge that would lead them to salvation. When I read that, the question crossed my mind, what are my reasons to bless God and my Savior, Jesus Christ? What are the reasons that I have to praise them? Honestly, my first thought was very similar to what Mormon says here, when he says that he has been given knowledge unto the salvation of their souls. The gospel of Jesus Christ is one reason why I praise God and my Savior. The knowledge that I have of a loving Father in heaven, of a merciful Savior, and for their plan of salvation. The knowledge that I have that this life isn't all, that it will continue after death. The knowledge that I have of eternal families. That is one reason why I praise God and Jesus Christ. So what about you? How would you answer that question? When Mormon says that he blesses or praises God and Jesus Christ because of these things, what are the reasons that you bless and praise God? God and Jesus Christ. What have they brought into your life that makes you sing their praises? Take a moment today. Think about that. Maybe make a list and remember what great things the Lord has done. Okay, the next thing that I like in this chapter is there's a pattern in the next few verses of what Mormon is saying here. And I'm just going to read pieces of the next verses. It says, Surely he has blessed the house of Jacob, and hath been merciful unto the seed of Joseph. And insomuch as the children of Lehi have kept his commandments, he hath blessed them, and prospered them according to his word. Surely he shall again bring a remnant of his seed Joseph unto the knowledge of the Lord their God. Surely as the Lord liveth, he will gather in from the four quarters of the earth all the remnant of the seed of Jacob. And as he has covenanted with all the house of Jacob, 
Even so shall the covenant wherewith he hath covenanted with the house of Jacob be fulfilled. And then shall they know their Redeemer, who is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Yea, even as the Lord liveth, so shall it be. Amen. Now, I love those verses. There are six verses there. And every single verse, Mormon is saying, surely this is going to happen. Or he's saying, God has blessed us in the past in this way. Or because God has made this covenant here, this is going to happen here. What I love about this is Mormon has absolute 100% faith and confidence that the promises of God will be kept. And he has that faith and that confidence because of all the times when he has seen God keep his promises. From all the times when he has experienced covenants with God and experienced the blessings from obedience. In fact, I have that scripture cross-referenced to Mormon chapter 8 verse 22, where Mormon says, For the eternal purposes of the Lord shall roll on until all his promises shall be fulfilled. This is a man who understands the nature of God. This is a man who has seen God keep his promises on multiple occasions and has absolute faith, confidence, hope, and trust that anything that God says will happen according to God's word. Elder Uchtdorf said, Though we may feel lost in the midst of our current circumstances, God's promise is the hope of his light. God's promises are sure, true, and joyful. Now, and forever. My friends, we find hope in recognizing the promises of God. We find hope in our covenants. We find hope in God's blessings. And we find hope as we realize that as we do our part, as we keep our covenants, as we obey the commandments, that God's promises, his blessings are sure. And I loved this because he's saying, okay, all these things are going to happen exactly the way that God has said that they would. And then it says, and then they shall know. So after these people have seen how God keeps his promises, then they shall know their Redeemer, who is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As the Lord liveth, so shall it be. I love that absolute assurance that we see from Mormon here. And what I love even more is that it's not a blind faith or hope. It's not blind assurance. He had that absolute faith, hope, and trust because he had experiences with God. He had experiences with God keeping his promises. My friends, I testify that as we live a commandment and as we receive the promised blessing of that commandment, we too are having experiences with God and his promises. As we see God keeping his word in our lives, we are having those same assurances coming into our lives. And if we can recognize those and keep them ever present in our mind, then we can have this same faith, hope, and assurance that Mormon has here. Now, the next chapter gets a little bit depressing because we see a super condensed version of the pride cycle. Now, we see it several times in the Book of Mormon, but normally it happens over a generation. But here within the span of just a couple years, we have super righteous people who are prospered. They start to separate themselves into classes and start judging one another and are just 
spiraled down into this horrible pride cycle. But in verse 14, we see this incredible hope. Even amid all the fighting and the contention, even amid the evil that was going on around them, we see in 14 the hope of faith. In 14, it says that the church was broken up in all the land. And then it says, save it were among the few of the Lamanites who were converted unto the true faith, and they would not depart from it. They were immovable, willing with all diligence to keep the commandments of the Lord. Man, do I want to be like those Lamanites, that no matter what was going on around them, that the church was broken up all around them, there was anger and pride and contention everywhere. But these Lamanites were converted to the true faith. Their conversion of the gospel sunk deep into their hearts and into their souls. No matter the contention that was going on around them, no matter the wickedness that was in their lives and in their worlds and in their neighborhoods, no matter what, they would not depart from it. They were steadfast, immovable, and willing with all their diligence to keep the commandments of God. They were willing to do anything that it took to obey. My friends, as we have this kind of strong and unwavering faith in the gospel of Jesus Christ, we obtain the faith, the hope, and the assurances that Mormon has. We will be able to stand strong no matter what is going on around us, no matter the wickedness of the world, no matter the contentions that come into our lives or the attacks on our faith, we will be able to stand steadfast, immovable, having our conversion in the true faith of Christ. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Henson.